Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. I pray that you had a wonderful resurrection weekend in Jesus' name. Welcome to Miracle Internet Church. I'm Pastor Dr. Sabrina Sessions, and we welcome you in the name of the Lord. Amen? Amen. For those of you who are new, we are a Protestant Christian Internet Church, and we meet on the Internet every Wednesday evening and Friday evening at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America. We're so glad that you could join us. We also meet on Sundays at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time as Miracle Outreach Ministries on Sunday. Praise the Lord. We celebrate Holy Communion, and we have a regular church service, and we invite you to join us. Amen? Praise the Lord. Well, tonight, uh, the Lord has some words he, he, he's uh, given me that he wants us to all partake of because he wants to get our attention, and he's focusing our attention in a certain direction. And part of that reason is because he has work for us to do. Amen. He's been training us all this time, and he's about ready to put some of that training to work. Amen? We've been practicing, but God's about ready to really put us to some serious work. So I pray that you're enjoying this season. Those of you that have gone on vacation, God bless you. We pray that everyone stays safe. Amen? Safe and saved in Jesus' name. And we just want to thank the Lord for, if you're having beautiful weather, which we happen to be having right now, the beautiful weather, it's a nice change. It's a pleasant change. And it can give you something else to focus on besides the turmoil that's going on in the world around us. We know that the Lord calls us to walk in the love that he's given us, that he pours out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. So we want to walk in this love. And this love includes witnessing to people. It includes talking about Jesus to people. It may include leading someone to the Lord. So since the Holy Spirit is in you, And one of the primary reasons that he is in you is to cause you to be a witness for Jesus Christ and his kingdom. We don't want to ever lose sight of that. Amen? We don't want to ever become so um, heavy laden, so loaded down with the cares of everyday life that we forget that that's one of our primary goals. Amen? Amen? So sometimes you might have to pray 
and ask the Lord to give you a fish. You know, he's making us into fishers of men and women and boys and girls. And sometimes you might have to pray and ask the Lord to give you a fish. And he will. He'll provide someone that you can witness to that uh, you can tell them about him and about his kingdom. He'll do that for you. So if you've never witnessed to a person, ask the Lord to work with you, to prepare you to witness to people. And then begin to bring people across your path for you to witness to. There's no reason for anyone uh, to sit up and uh, be a member of this ministry for an extended period of time and never witness to anyone just not right. Amen? So we're going to all pray. Amen? We're going to do this together as the body of Christ. And we're going to ask the Lord to begin to prepare us for that moment when we'll need to witness to someone and to bring the people that he desires across our path so that we can witness to them. It does not necessarily mean that at that moment or at that time we will lead them to the Lord, but we will tell them about Jesus. We might even share certain aspects of our testimony. Amen? We're going to start actively believing the Lord to prepare us daily to witness to someone, and for him to bring persons across our path for us to witness to. Amen? Amen. I believe that the Lord will be pleased with that, and I hope that you're looking forward to it as well. I know I am. Praise the Lord. So we want to thank you for joining us. God has a lot for us if we'll just go along with him, if we'll follow him. He has a lot for us, a lot of word for us, a lot of growth for us, a lot of maturity for us. Amen. A lot of maturity for us. Amen. And... Sometimes in the path of maturity, we need to allow the Lord to take us to the next level. Say you've been witnessing to people before. Well, you need to grow in that area too. That's right. You need to grow in that area. Say you've been doing some volunteer work. You need to grow in that area. Okay, you've landed. Now it's time to grow. So we're going to be doing some growing this year. Everyone's going to grow. You've got some areas in your life where you're challenged. Good place to grow. You know, growth requires change. And that's what the Lord's been telling us that we're going to do. We're going to change. As human beings, as Christians, 
as citizens on the earth. Amen? We're going to change. We're not going to be weak and cowardly like we used to be. We're going to become stronger in the Lord and in the power of his might. So I hope you're looking forward to it because I know that I am and I know that the Lord is looking forward to our growth too. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So let's go before the Lord our God in prayer. Amen? Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we just want to thank you for the word of God that you have given us. It is so rich, so penetrating. And we want to thank you for your outreach to us. We want to thank you that you're molding us, shaping us, developing us, and fashioning us into the people of God that you desire for us to be. There are old things, Lord, that you're still wanting us to drop off and let go of. Help us, Lord, when we're afraid to drop those things off. Help us to overcome that fear. Some of us have things that we depend on that we shouldn't be depending on anymore because we're growing. Help us, Lord, to learn and to accept when you say it's time to drop that and to grow on. We want to thank you for that in Jesus' holy name. So, Lord, when we forget that you're the one that we lean on, we tend to lean on things that we shouldn't lean on. Sometimes we use chemicals. Sometimes uh, we just want to stay babyish. Sometimes we use substances that we shouldn't use because they hinder the flow of our relationship with you. And sometimes, Lord, It's not that we can't let go. We're just afraid of the unknown. We ask you, Lord, to help us with that. Help us to trust you, that you're already in our unknown. You're there waiting for us to arise in trust, in faith, knowing that you're there for us. So, Father, when we... Start caving in and whining and giving in to our flesh nature. Remind us, Lord, that you're there for us. You're in our present and you're in our future. And that we can depend on you. We don't have to keep depending on that thing or that situation or that circumstance that we've been dependent on. We can let go because now we have you. We want to thank you, Lord, for the strength that comes in trusting you. We want to thank you, Lord, for the confidence that comes in trusting you. We want to thank you, Lord, for the help that comes in trusting you. Lord, sometimes, When we allow ourselves to become emotionally and physically drained, we turn back to old crutches. 
Help us to drop the crutches forever, Lord. Those aren't crutches that we should keep. Sometimes we're trying to protect ourselves. But, Lord, you're all the protection that we will ever need. Sometimes when we're around the wrong set of people, we do things that we wouldn't do otherwise. Lord, help us to come to you and prepare for those times and those moments. Help us to take better care of ourselves, getting enough rest, eating a healthy diet, setting aside time to rest in your spirit so that we don't get to the point where we're weak and overcome and overwhelmed, and find it difficult to resist temptation. Lord, should we fall, thank you for allowing us to learn from our mistakes instead of wallowing in discouragement. We believe you, Lord, and we know that you will help us to learn a better way to live in Christ. Thank you for giving us the courage to let others know about our issue and so we can ask for your help together. Help us to focus on you and on what you've given us to do rather than our own sad situation. Help us, Lord, to learn to depend on you and learn new ways to live. When we are stressed, Father, help us to reach out for you instead of our old pattern of behavior. We thank you, Lord, for teaching us that we can do more than coping in Christ Jesus our Lord. So when we feel overwhelmed by life, help us to praise you. Help us to worship you. Help us to call upon your name. Help us to pray in our prayer languages if we have one. And help us not to depend on our emotions as direction for what we ought to do. We want to thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ. We want to thank you, Father, for the grace that sent Jesus to the cross to become our sin and our curse, that we might walk free and in the newness of life that you've provided for us. We want to thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We want to thank you for our warring, linking angels, Lord. We want to thank you for the praising angels and for all your ministering spirits, Father. We want to thank you for the grace that we need because you provide all that we need according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus our Lord. We thank you, Father. We thank you for the armor of God. We thank you for every provision, every inheritance, and every blessing that you have given to your children. And we bless the name of Jesus Christ. And everybody said... Amen. Well, we're not finished praying, but I'm just going to take a pause for a second. Our featured psalm is Psalm 26 for tonight. 
Our verses for meditation come from the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verses 26 through 27. Our featured ebook is Spiritual Weapons, The Believer's Battle. And our guest call-in number is area code 319-527-6235 and press 1. Amen? And press 1. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. We want to thank you, Lord, for all the marvelous things that you will do in our lives. Amen. So, Lord, during this season... We've had quite a bit of warfare. And sometimes it was a bit intense. But we want to thank you for seeing us through. We want to thank you that you are faithful to us, to war with us, as we call on the name of Jesus. And, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, We bind Satan, the strong man, all his evil angels, evil spirits, all demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments, satanic agendas against the righteous in Jesus' name. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, And we come out of agreement with Satan, his underlings, his powers, and his agents in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind all sources of witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whisperers, familiar demons, all electronic and digital demons, Technology demons and their attacks, all Leviathan spirits and their attacks, all Kundalini spirits and their attacks, all water marine spirits and their attacks, all sex devils and their attacks, all unclean spirits and their attacks, all passive devils and their attacks, all sorcery devils and their attacks, all pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart seducing, womanizing, drone spirits, and all of their attacks in Jesus' name. We bind all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism, mind controlled by the occult. We bind all pulsed microwave radiation attacks designed to cause 
cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons in Jesus' name. We want to thank you for that, Father. Thank you, Lord. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, and all remote viewing in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. We bind all whoredom spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the strangers and their attacks, charmers and seducers, all hypnotic trance devils and their attacks, mystic rituals and their intent, all debilitating sonic frequency attacks, the work of every druid, all sonic and audio weapons in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind you all EMF attacks, everything coming from the satellite, Everything everything coming from the cell towers, everything coming through the computers and the cell phones. Everything coming through our internet signals, we bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind all 5G and components, all EMF attacks in Jesus' name. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, Australian, European, North American, South American, indigenous persons, native groups. Asian, Caribbean and Latin American and all other groups, black and white magic in the name of Jesus. We bind all Morgellons attacks and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal form all shape-shifting spirits, and we bind the dominion of sin in every culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity in the name of Jesus. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind all satanic ritual abuse, devils, satanic worship, witchcraft, dedication, and we bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts logic, science, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind mammon and his agents and all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, 
curse, expose, stop, defile, assassinate, corrupt, divide, undermine, confound, attack, despise, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. Hmm? We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. And we bind the carnal mind. We return to the sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demons, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind. In the name of Jesus, praise the Lord. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, and the Great Reset. We bind false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirit and the children of disobedience, the spirit and work of, works of the oppressors, make-believe fantasy and la-la land. We bind martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, bowel, PK, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We bind the king of pride. And all of the and all of his underlings, his entire kingdom, Rukoto, we bind in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all demonic human blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination. Military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72, and Basilic, and we bind them all in the name of Jesus Christ and chain them with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, ceremony, and rite, and all the spirits included therein in Jesus' name. We bind the work of the Demolay and all other associated groups in the name of Jesus. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions, and we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and lose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their Mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy 
and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Amen. Yes, we do. We serve you, Lord, and we obey you. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority, and all true Christians. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us, Lord. We want to thank you for it in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, we cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus. We cover our vehicles, the road we travel. We take authority, dominion, and power over animals and demons of the road so that they don't cross our path. We take authority, dominion, and power over demons that attack us in the night with dreams, nightmares, sex dreams, or anyone trying to get into our dreams. We thank you for your angels and the wall of fire of protection that you give us, Father, in the day and in the night. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, all witchcraft sent to us, and we return it from whence it came in the name of Jesus. We cut and burn all silver cords and ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other form of agreement with the demonic realm. We break down and tear down walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanobots, satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, and the like. Riki shika mama mama kutwa rugo soto rubrisha ya riki sata rabreka deri dio sunda rabre sala dario sota rabreka le dieste de rabroka ta rogondo rikisha ya rukuhu riki sata rabrisha ta rabroka de esha mama mama kuta risa ta rabroka deri dio sunda rabrisha deri dio sunda rabrikia rosa ta rabreka deri dio sa hallelujah thank you holy spirit for that rada dario sunda rabreka deri dio soto rubrikia alleluia da rikisa Amen. Oh, hallelujah. We break the power of all curses, hexes, vexes, love spells, charms, fetishes, witchcraft, sorcery, magic, voodoo, mind control, potions, all death, destruction, torment, all psychic warfare, incense and candle burning, ungodly blessings, root works, crystals, hoodoo, tribal rituals, sins, and all that's being sent against us. We disconnect ourselves from spirits that have trafficked 
and followed and perhaps attached themselves to us. We cut ourselves free in the name of Jesus Christ, and we return them from whence they came in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over the spirits that bind us in the name of Jesus Christ, and we command them to loose their grip and hold in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, and we give you praise, and we thank you for the blood of Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's just pray in the prayer language for a little bit, saints. Ruka da brisha da diosu de brisha da broka de rugunda rakisa rikesha da brisha da bro ba 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 rukula de diosu de brisha ta rikesi le de diosu de brisha da de dio korakisa me 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 rukuhalai risa da brisha da reka da diosu da regeta runga de brisha la de diosu de brisha da broka risa da broka de brisha da broka de riosu de brisia yar rukuhalelea se de rikisi ruda la de dia de broka ba 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 Shota Rugusa Yarikise Bebebeku Rigise Meshete Errugule Radio Sundri Brisha Daria Satarabroca Lady City Irugule Radio Sundri Brisha Tarabrika de Dio Sutrabra Kiba Baba Shonda Rugule Lelia Setrabriki Alaniasa Runga de Brisha that I break it break it break it in Jesus' name. Break your grip and hold. Break your grip and hold. Rikesa da brisha da bri. Break your grip and hold. Ruko to rubrisha la dios on de brisha. Rakata da brisha la dios on de brike de dios uta. Rula la dios on de rabaneke shisa. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. We give you praise, Lord. We give you praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Well, tonight, saints. The Lord desires for us to understand a few things. And he wants us to understand the signs of the times in which we are living. He wants us to know of a certainty that we are indeed living in the last days. You know, I was listening to a news report the other day, and there's someone that considers himself to be a believer in Jesus Christ that wasn't certain if we were living in the last days. But we are. We are indeed living in the last days. And so we should be in a state of readiness and all the more alert for opportunities to witness to men, women, boys, and girls everywhere. Amen? So tonight we're going to talk about a few things, just a few things, just a few things, to bring our attention to what the Lord wants us to see. You see, some of us are aware of this already, and there are others that don't have a clue. Amen? There's some of us that are aware of this and others that still don't have a clue. Some of us are keenly aware the end of this age is drawing to a close. Some of us know that. Others of us just assume that life as we presently know it will just keep on going. Well, no, it won't. The truth is this. 
we have increased in signs that indicate to us that the end is much sooner than most people expect. In Matthew chapter 16, Matthew chapter 16, and verse 3, Jesus said that we're able to determine when we look at the sky if we're going to have pleasant weather or not so pleasant weather. As hypocrites, ye can discern the face of the sky. You can look at the sky and say, oh, it's going to rain, or oh, it's going to snow, oh, it's going to be a hot day. But can ye not discern the sign of the time? Can ye not discern? The signs of the time. Well, you said, well, I didn't know I was supposed to. But we don't need to panic about it. Discern means making out or recognizing of something visually or mentally. That we're paying attention to what's going on Amen We have to be able to see things In the right perspective We have to become aware And realize that life is not just As we've always known it It just keeps repeating itself Amen We've got to come to that place God has not promised that life as we presently know it will go on indefinitely. He did not promise that. So since he did not promise this, we should not expect this. God did not tell you that life as you know it on earth is just going to go on forever and ever and ever just like you know it. And it's never going to end or change dramatically. Well, since he didn't promise us that, we shouldn't expect it to be that way. So join me in Matthew chapter 24, Matthew chapter 24, and we're going to begin at verse 3. We're going to begin at verse 3. Amen. Verse 3, Matthew chapter 24, beginning with verse 3. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, speaking of Jesus, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming And of the end of the world. They wanted to know, so they asked him. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. Number one, don't allow anyone to deceive you. That's very, very important. You know, the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. And we encourage you to develop 
a very vibrant relationship with the Holy Spirit. Amen? You can rely on him for the truth. Verse 5, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. He said there are a lot of people that are going to show up. In fact, I don't know that they've ever stopped showing up, declaring that they were God or that they were Jesus Christ. Ever since I've um, really um, started growing from a Pentecostal uh, perspective in the gospel, there have been lots of people, just anybody. It's like they pop up like popcorn, but you shouldn't listen to them because they're not telling the truth. Verse 6, and you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled. Yes, they're going to have some more wars. This isn't all. All the wars that were going on before the present conflict are still going on. Just the media isn't, isn't clamoring about it. Jesus said, see that you be not troubled. Don't be all anxious and overwrought and continually upset about it. That's not what he's desiring. For all these things must come to pass. These things are going to happen, okay? But the end is not yet. These things are going to happen on earth. Not necessarily pleasant, but they're going to happen. Amen? Prepare yourself for that. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in divers places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you, and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall arise and deceive many. Mm, Don't you be one of them. Because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Don't you allow that to happen either. But he that shall endure to the end, the same shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. Amen? Then shall the end come. Verse 36, a little farther down, Matthew 24, verse 36. But of that day and hour knoweth no man. No, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. Only the Father knows when the end is going to be. And he hasn't told us, so nobody knows, okay? But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark, 
and knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. So the Lord is telling us that life is going to continue to some degree as we have known it. But there are significant changes that are taking place, and we need to take note of them. Amen? Amen. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, beginning with verse 1, Thessalonians chapter 5, and we're beginning with verse 1. But of the times and the seasons, brethren, Ye have no need that I write unto you, for yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh thief in the night. For when they shall say, Peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them, as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. Ye are all the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober. That's what the Lord's wanting us to do. He's wanting us to wake up out of sleep and to watch and be serious about this. For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us, who are of the day, be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love for a helmet, the hope of salvation, not appointed wrath but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Amen? God is saying to us that we shouldn't be walking around in darkness. Jesus says to us in the Gospels that if you follow him, you won't walk in darkness. You'll have the light of life. So we're the children of the light. We're of the day. We're not of the darkness. We came out of the world. And for those of you who have not, please exit. Amen? We're not supposed to be asleep like other people, not knowing what's really going on. We're supposed to be on top of it. So the Lord is telling us to pay attention, to watch, and to be serious-minded about it. Amen? telling us to continue to walk in faith and love and look for our full salvation because he did not appoint us to experience his wrath. We've not been appointed to experience his wrath. But there are people who will. We are supposed to obtain our salvation through Jesus Christ. 
because he died for us and we received him as our Lord and Savior. So we should live together with him. Amen? So it's time for us to wake up. It's time for us to pay attention. It's time for us to be serious-minded. It's time for us to intercede. Time for us to grow up, church. So saints, we are gradually approaching the end of a time or season of grace wherein people may receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior once they surrender to him. You know that that door of grace will not always be open. There's coming a time when that door is going to close. Just like on the ark with Noah, there came a time Noah had been preaching for many years to the people about what the Lord was telling him. But there came a time Noah and his family and the animals that he sent to Noah in the ark and he shut them in. And the rest of those that were outside, the rest of the entire population of humanity experienced in 40 days being washed away. I want you to know that it wasn't easy for Noah and his family. They were quite obviously the sources of much ridicule and much persecution. People didn't treat them kindly. People laughed at the ark. They they made fun of it. What is that thing? You know how people act, ignorant and foolish. Nonetheless, Noah obeyed the commands of God and built the ark. And he did what God prescribed. He obeyed God. Amen? And we are happy that he did so. There are several indicators, tension to these facts. First of all, let's look at the fact that there is an increase in learning. Increase in learning, yes. I can remember when the Internet was not called the Internet. It was called the information superhighway. I can remember when it wasn't even called the Internet yet. And now it is it has common usage by everyone, everyone who makes an attempt to use it. All of this I've seen in less than a whole lifetime. There was a time when an incident would take place in one country and you wouldn't hear about it in another nation for at least a couple of weeks. But now, since we have satellite television and satellite this and satellite that and everything else, you hear about it instantaneously. Think about it. If you're a baby boomer, you have experienced this firsthand. Amen? And unfortunately, your children think there's something wrong with you 
because you know full well that you don't have to be dependent on technology because you can remember a time when you were not. So we have this great increase in learning, exponentially so, due to advanced technology, the Internet, cellular technology, and many other inventions. We can know in minutes what used to take days, weeks, or months. We now have worldwide news 24 hours a day at the push of a button. This pace of accelerated learning is continually gaining momentum. We've now moved to 5G. Many of you can still remember when you did not own a cell phone. Amen? Now it goes with you wherever you are. I recently heard of a broadcast program in which today's youth were given a regular home telephone with a dial. That's right, with a dial, that's right. Just like the one that I used to learn to answer the telephone as a child. The young people just stared at it. They couldn't make heads or tails of it. They couldn't figure out how they were going to make a phone call with it. They couldn't figure it out at all. They were at a complete loss. They had no idea that you take, you lift the receiver, you put it to your ear to see if you hear a dial tone. Then you take your finger or an instrument and put it in the hole that represents the number you want to dial and turn it to the right and then take your finger out and let it go back. And you keep doing it till you dial all the numbers. They had no concept of that, none, none whatsoever. They'd never even seen one before, button one. But they didn't have any idea what that was about. They had never understood even what you do with a slimline princess telephone. No idea. It was quite interesting. They had no idea whatsoever how to make a phone call with it. In fact, I can remember when I first started typing labels in the pharmacy, I was using a manual typewriter with a ribbon, not an electric typewriter, a manual typewriter. And I have lived to see that in, that complete system change so that it became 100% computerized. You see? So things have really changed in just a few decades. Think about it. Some other examples will come to you. In Daniel chapter 12, 
Daniel chapter 12, beginning with verse 2, the Bible says, And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake. Mm -hmm. They're buried down there now in whatever we buried them in. Some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. Everybody's not going to heaven. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book, even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. Knowledge shall be increased. Nowadays, they're doing things with your DNA, if you allow them to, that we've never heard of before. They're chasing, they're, they're tracking your ancestry with it. Think about it. They're doing all kinds of things that weren't done before. Matthew chapter 24 Matthew chapter 24, verse 14. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. So the gospel's got to be preached everywhere, absolutely everywhere, before the end can come. Group left behind We also see An increase In natural disasters We now have More severe storms Tornadoes Floods Fires Hurricanes Unusual weather patterns Than ever before Now The Bible tells us about this. But you see, other people have their own explanation. Amen. You know what I mean. And they will increase as we move on toward the end of the age. We're having snowstorms during times of the year now where Normally, the snowstorms would have passed already. Okay, we're done with that. No, they're still here. Amen? We have more drought, more famine, more world economic disasters, more health epidemics all over the world than we could have ever imagined, and they are increasing in severity. They're increasing in severity. Now, you remember not too long ago we had Ebola. And not too long ago, what was that, swine flu? Well, now we've progressed to the place that we've had a worldwide pandemic all at the same time. Amen? And they're planning for us to have yet another one. 
Yes, they are. They are planning for us to have yet another pandemic. Some people don't want to give up the little bit of power they got during the pandemic. They want you to have some more lockdown. They want to control every single aspect of human existence. Don't you forget that either. Now, the Bible tells us in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1, that we live in perilous times. It says, and know this know also. Know this, that in the last days perilous times shall come. Well, they have arrived, and we're living through this. Perilous times have arrived. We are here and we are living through this time. And yes, if you think for some reason you should have been born way back there when Jesus came to earth, God did not agree because he didn't send you then. You are come into the kingdom for such a time as this. You're here during this time and you're supposed to be here during this time. So don't get some idea in your head that maybe um, you were born at the wrong time, you should have been born some other time so that you didn't have to go through it. No, you've been called into the kingdom for such a time as this. You're here because you're supposed to be here. That's right. Just know that. So, We live in an age of lawlessness. People do whatever they feel like doing. They throw the law right out the window. And it's increasing. It's getting worse and worse and worse. Now we can shoot or tase our enemy. Now... What used to be officer-friendly, I don't know who he is anymore, he's now wearing riot gear. And they're using military weapons against the citizenry. Things have changed, church, changed faster than we can keep up. They have changed. This is a very sad condition. But it is the condition of perilous times. The last 40 years have become some of the most violent in our history, especially in the U.S. since the end of the Civil War. Think about it. I heard the other day that last weekend there were five shootings. We used to hear about a shooting, oh, once every six or eight months. No, now there are five all in one weekend. They don't even call them burglaries now. They call them home invasions. Folks are invading your home. I can remember a time where you could leave your front door open and unlocked 
And no one would go in except the people that knew you. If the lady down the street had baked a cake or a pie, she'd just bring it down to your house, open the door, go inside, put it in your kitchen, and turn around and leave. And when you got back home from wherever it is you were, then the pie or the cake was right there waiting for you. And nothing else in your house would have been touched. Those days are gone, and they're not coming back again. People used to sleep with their doors and their windows open the whole night with no fear of anyone coming in to do anything that should not be done. You know, it used to be that you could go on vacation and leave the front door key under the doormat and know that nobody that wasn't supposed to go in your house would come anywhere near that key. It used to be that you could allow your children to go down the street and spend all kinds of time with the kids down the street. Not anymore. It used to be you could allow your children to play in the front yard while you were doing something in the backyard. Not anymore. Not anymore. They kidnap children out of front yards now. And worse. I remember when I was small, could walk down the street to the corner store and buy some cookies. She had this big old jar that had the cookies in it that I liked. All I had to do was ask my mom if I could go down and get some cookies, and she would give me a nickel or a dime, and I could walk down the street by myself, unescorted, cross the street, go to Miss Ezel's uh, store, come inside, have a conversation with her, tell her all about the cookies I want, and I could get them in a little brown paper bag and I could give her the change. And everything else that she had for my mother, I could take that with me and walk all the way back home and no one would say a word to me. Days are over. They are long gone. And the cookies don't taste as good now either. Amen? I should know. So, you see, we are, now we are having perpetual race wars. And whenever the people that stir up the foolishness can, they'll stir up some other kind of war. They do it deliberately. It's not accidentally done. It's deliberately planned and executed, in case you have not noticed. Now we're having culture wars, gender wars. Any kind of war you can come up with, they're doing it. So in Matthew chapter 24, verse 6, Matthew chapter 24, verse 6, and ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled. All these things 
must come to pass, but the end is not yet. There are so many wars going on at the same time that they dwarf one another. All the wars that were going on before in the world are still going on. The news media is simply highlighting what's going on in Ukraine. But all those other wars that were going on, they're still going on. Amen. It's actually dizzying trying to keep track of all of it at one time. We have a dramatic and drastic increase in illnesses and disease states. In case nobody told you, it's so. We now have a global economy so that now we have a worsening world economic decline. I can remember George Bush, the younger, telling us that we're going to have a global economy. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know about that now. We have become less civilized than we were 10 years ago. People are starting to behave, not starting, they're continuing, should I say, to behave in a more barbaric ways than we've seen in a long time. It's as if they have been dehumanized. They have no feeling for other people. There isn't anything they won't do or say or attempt. People used to have some sense of morals. Well, that has deteriorated to the point that we have the situation presently where people are amoral. Yes, it's getting worse, and it's going to get worse still. It's, it's, it's getting worse still. Social media has opened the world to anyone's opinion whether it be truthful or filled with error, ignorance, or hatred. Social media allows people to hide behind their little screen name and say or insinuate or falsely accuse or defend or oppose whatever they want. They also tell you all the intimate details of their personal lives that they should not be telling anyone else. Because, you see, once you enter it into social media, it is social worldwide. Now, everybody's business is everybody's business worldwide. What every foolish behavior or whatever a teen may do, as soon as they enter it on a social media site, it is seen all over the world. 
You can't cover up your foolishness anymore. It's out in the open. Whether their parents approve is not a consideration. Even partially clad or nude, it remains there far into their adult years. There are a person who were, I would say, about four or five years ago, teenagers, and even before then, that did all kinds of things that teens should not ever consider doing, nor adults, on uh, the Internet and social media. And now they're adults. And whenever you pull up whatever profile they have, all of that drama that they did, comes right along with it. I remember not too long ago, I can't remember which crisis it was, we've had so many, that people were um, applying for jobs. And when they applied for the job, the company wanted the password to their Facebook account. Well, the company didn't have any rights to it. It's none of their business. They wanted to get in your account to see what they could find out about you. Now, we've known for the longest that there are agencies who keep very close scrutiny on social media sites. And these agencies are not necessarily your friends. So why would you be on social media telling them every little jot and tittle about your little life? That is not wisdom. Amen? That is not wisdom. However, it is a good way to disrespect yourself. Amen? Amen. Matthew 24 Matthew 24, you know, let me say one one more thing about this. There are now people who think it's their job to be the paparazzi. Go around and they think on social media. Case in point, I went to a junior high event. And it was a pageant. And so there were people there with their cell phones recording the pageant. All right. Well, after the pageant was over, this particular young lady won the title. Before her parents, before she or her parents could get home, someone, had decided on their own, without permission, because this young lady was a minor, that they were going to post her performance on social media. You see? People are dangerous, and they don't respect boundaries. Amen? 
That shouldn't happen to anybody. Amen. It's the same. So, Matthew chapter 24, beginning with verse 37. Matthew chapter 24, beginning with verse 37. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark and God shut them in. And knew not until the flood came. They didn't know what was going on till all of a sudden this water came. And took them all away Well It's going to be sort of a repeat performance So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be Just won't be any water this time Amen You see in the days of Noah People were corrupt and violent And today people are more corrupt and more violent They come up with more wickedness than we can keep up with. We have rumors of war all the time. Yes, all the time. In Matthew, I'm sorry, Luke, forgive me about that. Luke chapter 21, verse 25. Luke chapter 21, verse 25, the Bible says, And upon the earth, distress of nations with perplexity. That means they don't know what to do. They haven't got the foggiest notion what to do about what's going on. The sea and the waves roaring. The problems will be so impactful, as we have seen with Greece and with Syria and other nations, that their problems, Become world problems Migration of people out of their own countries All over the globe The problems of one nation Become a global problem So Before the invasion of Ukraine I could access news channels that showed all the rioting and all the protests that was going on worldwide. And it's been going on for many years now. All over Europe, regular working class people were out in the streets demonstrating against their government and the unrighteous treatment which was being imposed on them. It's been going on for years now, all over Europe, all in South America, all over the world. Even in South America, people were protesting government abuse of its citizenry, no different from the January 6th events in Washington, D.C. We can clearly see an increase of the hostile takeover mentality of the globalists worldwide. From banking and finances, commerce, 
social manipulation, health care, government overreach, and much more, this escalation will come to a prearranged climax in the years to come. Also, the end times are marked by blatant and overreaching homosexuality. End times are marked by blatant and overreaching homosexuality. I can still remember when I was I was still in I was in junior high. I can remember this. When Anita Bryant, because that lady used to do commercials for um, the Florida um, orange um, juice industry. And she would tell us, she was trying to tell the world about the dangers of the homosexual movement. She was trying to explain, but no one wanted to hear that. They thought that she was just picking at those people. Well, she wasn't. She was trying to tell us the truth. And it cost her dearly. She was trying to warn us about the situation that we find ourselves in today. Only not too many people wanted to listen. Perhaps we can learn a lesson from that. We can clearly see an increase in the hostile takeover mentality of the globalists worldwide. They don't care that we know what they do now. They're all out in the open. The uh, the witches are, the warlocks are, the wizards are, the Wiccans are. Everybody and everything is out in the open doing its thing. People no longer operate in discretion, self-respect, or respect for anyone else either. And it is so. It is so. Unfortunately, it is so. And the Bible reminds us in Luke 17, that in the days of Lot, they did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they builded. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. So, church, know that that's the way it is. It's the way it is. We don't have to be troubled, but we do have to be aware and we do have to be serious-minded in this area. We cannot stick our heads in the sand because the more we see the more we know that we're coming to the end of this. We're actually coming to the end of this. There was rampant sodomy 
and I do mean rampant. In those days, just as there is now. You know, now they don't even care that you know what they do. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, 2 Timothy chapter 3, beginning with verse 1, this know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves. Selfishness is going to be everywhere. Covetous, boasters, proud. Blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, they're not going to keep their word, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good. They're going to hate people that are good. We've done some prayers about that. They're going to actually hate people. In the last days, men shall be without natural affection. Without. They're not going to have it. I know you like, well, they're, they're there. That's right. They've been there for a while, but it's worse now than it's ever been. And I believe we know that here. Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 1, and we're going to begin with verse 24. Romans chapter 1, we're beginning with verse 24. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own heart. See, their lust is in the heart to dishonor their own bodies between themselves who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever, amen. For this cause, God gave them up unto vile affection. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. Oral sex, anal sex, bestiality are against nature. They are perversion. They are sin. They are abomination. And likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the woman. The things I just mentioned are not the natural use of the woman. Burned in their lust one toward another. Men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meet, which was suitable. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind. You see, when you you participate in these kinds of activities, there is a curse that comes on the mind. That's why they used to call sexual perversion mental illness. 
to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whispers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death. Not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. Amen. Amen, amen. Second Peter. Second Peter chapter 2, beginning with verse 5. Second Peter chapter 2 beginning with verse 5. And spared not the old world, but saved Noah the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly, and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them with an overthrow, making them an example unto those that should after that after should live ungodly. So you see, Sodom and Gomorrah being reduced to ashes was an example to everybody else that wants to try that. And delivered just Lot, vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked. For that righteous man dwelling among them and seeing and hearing vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptation and to reserve the unjust into the day of judgment to be punished. But chiefly them that walk after the flesh in the lust of uncleanness and despise government. God's government human government, presumptuous are they, self-will. They are not afraid to speak evil of dignity. You know, way too much mouth. Overkill. One of the most disturbing and painful signs of the end times is the great falling away from the truth of the faith of God. I'll say that again. One of the most disturbing and painful signs of the end times is the great falling away from the truth of the faith of God. So, I think I skipped the scripture. Let's go Yeah, I did We're going to 2 Thessalonians Chapter 2 Thessalonians Chapter 2 And we're going to verse 
Hmm. Maybe that was First Thessalonians. I'm going to find this scripture yet. I think I just wrote it down wrong. Well, that's interesting. We'll just skip that because I wrote down the wrong scripture. Let me see. Where was that, Lord? Amen. Sometimes I write down the wrong scripture. I don't particularly like it when I do that, but it happens. Amen. Amen. Where was that? Mm-hmm. Amen. Where was it? Oh, I know where there is. We're going to Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 2. I was almost right. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 2. Now, that ye be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. God doesn't want us all upset about it. Amen. Let no man deceive you by any means. For that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first. Man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. This is why we are seeing the division in denominations of Christianity. We saw the Episcopal Church split, and they uh, ordained a actively, I think he was, a, if, if I get this wrong, forgive me, but I think he was an actively, uh, he was an active uh, homosexual, and they made him a bishop, and it split the Episcopal Church. We saw the Southern Baptist Convention split, and more recently, the United Methodist Church. In each break in the denomination, the role of homosexual or other sexual persons in the clergy has been a central issue. Many have held fast to the traditional beliefs of the King James Version of the Bible, while others engaged a modern or permissive approach. Amen. So we are seeing this in the church world. And unfortunately, it has swept many people away. In Matthew 24, Matthew chapter 24 and verse 12, it reads, And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. I can remember the very first time I heard about this. I was in a tent meeting with R.W. Shambach, 
and he preached about this. And I said to myself, how could that be? But as the years have unfolded, I'm seeing it right before my own eyes. People have dropped away, and they still consider themselves to be Christians. They've dropped away from Christ, from his teachings, and they've embraced this other thought. They've embraced this other, I guess you would say, philosophy. So if you remember from a sermon not too long ago, the Lord was telling us that we need to pray that we don't enter into temptation because trials and temptations are going to face us in such a way with such force that they would tempt us to stop following him. And so I'm saying to you, keep praying. Because these situations are getting closer and closer and closer to home every single day. And you need to be on guard. Amen? First Timothy chapter 4, verse 1. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 1. Now the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, speaketh expressly that in the latter time, Here we are. We have arrived. Some shall depart from the faith, and they have, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. The temptation came to them, and they stopped following Jesus Christ. Amen. It's a real world, church. It's a very real world. We also see simultaneously the increase in persecution of true Christians. In this ministry, we do not keep these events secret, but rather we openly pray to the Lord concerning all of it. You are fully aware, just as uh, all listeners are, of the state of the body of Christ. We don't keep that from you. Yes, many who still consider themselves as Christians have departed from the faith as it was once delivered to the saints. Yes, it is very grieving and very discouraging. However, Just because others have backslidden and become apostates to the faith doesn't mean that you have to. You have to hold on to Jesus and the truth of his word. Amen. It's real. It's very real. Matthew chapter 24 Matthew chapter 24, beginning with verse 9. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you. And ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. 
They hated Jesus. They're going to hate us. So don't go to crying and whining and whimpering when it comes to your doorstep. The Lord is preparing us to expect this to happen to us. And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. If it's happened to Jesus, it's coming to us. Amen. You see, they used to teach this in the churches many years ago, that there would come a time you needed to put the word in your heart because there would come a time they'd come and try to take your Bibles from you. Well, they did something worse. They started changing the Bible. They made all these versions that, twi- that delete scriptures. Yes, there are scriptures deleted from those other Bibles that you will find in the King James Version. They are completely absent in other versions. And the wording is so watered down and so twisted that it does not carry the same power that the King James Version does. And when you read them, they don't give the same connotation either. Praise the Lord. Luke chapter 21. Luke chapter 21, beginning with verse 16. And ye shall be betrayed both by parents and brethren and kinsfolk and friends. And some of you shall they cause to be put to death, and ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake, Jesus said. Amen. It's a hard it's a hard lump to swallow, but it's the way it's going down. And you may as well begin to prepare. Because there's no point in you pretending Jesus did not put it in the word for us to know. He did. Because he wanted us to be prepared. As I, if I recall correctly, help me, Lord. When the Holocaust was beginning, people think, on anybody they knew. They betrayed people. They gave information that they should never have given. And you need to prepare your heart and mind for the possibility of that happening to you because it's definitely going to happen to many of us. The times that we live in are already perilous, but it's going to get worse, Saints, It's going to actually get worse. And so the Lord has come tonight to help us to see what's actually taking place so that we won't be confused about Satan and his devices. 
will see him for what he is. And we will see it. Amen? All of these changes in the world and society have a voice to the believer in Jesus Christ. They indicate the nearing of the coming of Jesus Christ. It means to you that you should live your life as though Jesus could come at any moment, not in a panic, but in a state of readiness to meet your Savior. Amen? The Bible says all those who will live godly shall suffer persecution. And some of you have already begun to experience some of that persecution. And some of you are uh, sort of new to this situation in life. All right. You're new to this. Well, it's so. So I would encourage you to go talk to the Lord about it. I would encourage you to go talk to the Lord about it. Because the devil is nasty. He knows he doesn't have but a short time left. Amen? He knows he does not have but a short time left. And so he's trying to get away with as much as he thinks he can get away with. Actually, he's not going to get away with anything. But he's trying to pull every every string he can pull. He can't hit God in the face. He can't beat up Jesus Christ. He can't stomp out the Holy Spirit. So he's going to come at us. Amen? You know that armor that you put on? It's not there for nothing. People put on armor when they know they're in a fight. So I want to encourage you to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Amen? Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for this alert that you've given us tonight. And we lift up to you Wesley, who had a car accident, is in critical condition with the swelling of the brain. We also lift before you, Brother Sam, Mother Irene, 
all of our membership that have been attacked with diabetes. Riki Burre Lele Setrabrisha Tarabroca de Ridiosoto, Rise Gisha Baku Rukunto, Tarigise Beshetar Rukuto, Rukotere, and all in our membership who have a chemical dependency. Riki Bebebesha Ruko Rekisa Tarabroca, Yere Lele Sundre Brisha Tarabreke de Sutarabroca Ba, Irisiki Shur Rogosoto Breke Site, Sulla Laria Sandere Brisha Tarabroca de Ridia de Rabreke de Sella de Diasa. Rike shur rogosa terabrike bebe babawa rokohore tisapa. Shar rekise meshe tawa rokohole rediasi. Reke burishite dar rekise basho toro bro. Sila laria sondera breke si terabroa. Kurishite regise mama mama rokohore. Rele lelioso tawa regise terabrasha terabreke si teramarai. Ika bababa rokohole rediasundere breche ti arragasata. Ika baba rode de Dios sur rekise meshete rulla la Dios sundere abrikesi de Dios sur la lere kar katara brose tera brisha tera brikesi la lere praise the lord pastor sabrina praise the lord praise the lord we have some wonderful testimonies tonight let's start with sister nicole thank you jesus the pain is gone from my left hip and believing my right hip is being healed too and shortly after that she said i also give praise to the lord as all pain is gone from my hips thank you jesus see what happens saints when you put your prayer request in that prayer room and you start praying and believing praise you lord jesus all she did is resist the devil and he fleed that's all praise make it so simple guinevere has a praise report Sabrina prayed for me Wednesday, and after I got off the call, my contact lenses just flew off the pillar, and I have <clears throat> I have by my bed, and the stuff fell. That night, I slept very well, my headache relieved. The next day, I felt a sense of well-being and suddenly smelled perfumed incense, so beautiful. I asked my kids if they were burning anything, and of course they weren't, so I didn't know why I smelled that scent. Thank you for praying for me. Something has been following me for two or three years, and stuff's been following, so uh, we bind up the poltergeist spirit, and any familiar spirits that's been following her around her home and command them to go into the cage and go to the feet of Jesus. We give you praise, glory, and honor for that, that you would send your angels, Father God, to arrest those spirits in Jesus' name. Praise you, Lord. Caroline has a praise report. I had a very peaceful sleep. Last amidst the full moon, woke up. A bit of heaviness like oppression, but felt very strong and fine inside the warfare lesson. I have not let up praising the Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. And Sister Nicole said, praise the Lord. I had a good sleep under the full moon, too. Thank you, Jesus. YDM says, I praise the Lord for breakthrough. The Holy Spirit showed me the next step in my employment. He downloaded an idea for creating a business as a heaven-down spiritual consultant. I am now in the mental health field as a counselor, but I taught business skills and business ethics as a teacher for adults in the technical school. They 
Let me add that this business as a consultant would be for entrepreneurs who want to start up their own business. Wow, would you would have never thought of this on my own. Also received an email from my current job and will be receiving a fifteen hundred dollar bonus. Wow, praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. You do take pleasure in the prosperity of your saints. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thera has a praise report two days ago my youngest loved one called me to ask me if i wanted some food that was given her from her job place because she didn't want it and she felt bad to refuse it i asked her who it was and she said it was a person and had a pushy quickie asked the lord to do with it she was 20 minutes away so after i thought i got my answer i took the anointing oil and said I will take it so I waited on my balcony and after I did the Lord told me to do I praise the Lord Almighty God for protecting my child amen praise you Lord Jesus and see we also this Friday morning as I thought of my eldest loved one who has been estranged from us for about three decades the Lord said in my heart well send her a greeting so I asked the Lord to show me, and surely enough, it was a song of amazing grace. <laughs> she responded and shared a lot with me and what she was doing. Got a new job. We'll be moving and buying a house and and want so much for me to come out there. God has been showing me this will happen. Many tears and prayers through MIC. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We praise you for that. RT has a praise report. We were in the yard yesterday, and I went to the backyard. For some odd reason, the landlord has a door where my bedroom is. I could see in my room. It was a nighttime. Anyway, I have blackout curtains because we live and it gets so hot I didn't realize you could see in my room I put something to shield the inside of the house I asked the Lord to close any doors or portals from the wicked persons that was an open door and I didn't realize it I thank God for revealing this to me my door has multiple glass windows on it and I could actually see directly into my room I praise you Lord I am sure that he has caused some warfare for me, but I'm being able to see into my home. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. You're always showing us what's going on. All you got to do is ask. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Gina has a praise report. During the last fast, the Lord revealed I created another personality to deal with childhood and earlier trauma. Also, my mom slipped into a coma lasting three days after I was born. I carried a spirit of death, of course, guilt, condemnation, self-hate, shyness, being a island, a disconnect with my body, eating disorders, disassociating with reality. I could go on and came. I could go on, came into me. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And deep roots are being exposed. Everything makes sense. I don't have to feel guilty to be at peace. Again, I'm so grateful. My mind is slowly being retired. I 
will take time. Thank you, Lord, for Pastor Sabrina, Brother Bill, Brother Marshall, Saints. The Lord is getting all is getting all of us out of the nest nestled cages. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for cleaning us all. Praise you, Lord. In case this praise last night, my cousin my husband called in for deliverance and pastor said that the Lord would be working on him as he did Adam in a deep sleep would come upon him and God would operate. Well it's happening. He started to feel like he needed something more than six hours ago. He ate and went and lay down, and God has kept him in a deep sleep all the while. He's got a big rash on the back of his neck, so things are surely being worked out. Glory to God. Yes, that stuff's coming out. Praise you, Lord. And Sister Nicole says, I thank God for turning the attack back that I had after the service last night. Praise be to God and God alone. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. In case this praise, our spotless lamb has risen and set the captives' feet. Blood, we are sanctified and seated in heavenly places. Praise be to God for his unfathomable love. Thank you for pardoning us, Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, praise you, praise you. I like that praise report. YDM has a praise report. I thank God, the Holy Spirit, for ever expanding my prayer language from a few words to a few sentences. I thank the Holy Spirit for the gift of tongues. KK has a praise report during a pastor's prayer for me on Friday night. She said God would put me in a sleep like he did Adam so he could work on me. Praise God for doing exactly that last night. Even though I wanted to, I would not be able to stay awake. I fell asleep much earlier than normal, went into a deep sleep, sweating for many hours. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Grace has a praise report. I thank God on how he's teaching me to pay attention and be sensitive in the spiritual realm while preparing communion for this morning's service. Spirit of witchcraft attacked me. I immediately bound the spirit and whosoever sent the spirit and returned to sender with the fire of God using the warfare scriptures and praying in my prayer language. It left immediately. Praise the Lord. He's given me the power over all the enemy according to his word in ten in Luke ten nineteen. We must speak the word. Believe the word when you speak it. The angel of the Lord performs the act in accord. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for that. Praise you, Lord. All the saints are growing. Jonathan has a testimony. I thank the Lord for the opportunity he's providing for me at Miller Electric Company. Praise the Lord. Amy Miller has a praise report. Glory to God. I put in a prayer request regarding my son about the responsibility for completing his taxes. He has determined to get his taxes completed this year. A 360-degree turnaround. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for hearing and answering my prayer for the same agreement. Thank you, Lord, for that. And Amori has a praise report. During my sleep, 
my mother noticed me making a strange noise. She began to pray for me, and I eventually turned over, and she woke me up so that I hang out. After that, I proceeded to do warfare for the dream that I had had. Previously, we had been going to bed, and I asked God to keep me on alert. And thanks be to God and to my mom, I was able to send back what was being planned. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord, and thank you, Heavenly Father, for the deliverance that I received on Sunday. Praise you for that, Lord Jesus. N.K. has a praise. Firstly, I repent of talking to my witch neighbor yesterday and today when she engaged me. Yesterday, I got away quickly, but today I walked right into a trap. Her dog snapped, and it was about to bite me and A.K. I both said, Jesus A.K. and I both said Jesus, and the dog was supernaturally held back. Moments later, the Lord prevented me from falling backward into the direction of a moving vehicle. Thank you, God, for preserving me. And he has been revealing to me the sense of humor of K.K., and it was delightful. I am grateful that the Father makes us to have smiles and just praise you, Lord. Yes, Lord. He has been revealing a great sense of humor for KK and I. That is great, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And KK has a praise report. The bank where I work was recently acquired by another bank. Today, I had a lunch meeting with the manager of one of the divisions. God told me the restaurant where I should make the reservation. That small meeting turned into a much larger meeting with other bankers. I would have needed to meet in the future, and it all happened to come to that restaurant. We moved our tables together, and I was able to give the group a presentation and answer all their questions at once. Praise you, Lord, for those God moments. We just praise you, Lord, when you arrange them. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Dana has a praise report. I completed an evaluation for work this weekend, three-plus hours to complete. And on Monday, as I tried to submit it, I received the message from the document was no longer available, had been deleted. I felt as though anxiety was trying to creep into me, but I praise God, bound Bosey, and asked the Heavenly Father to send his angels to retrieve it. So I stopped looking for it. So this morning I opened the folder and praised his holy name. The document was available, and I was able to submit. Thank you, Lord, for being so good. This morning I wiped my face with a sensitive baby wipe. Big mistake. My skin began burning and itching as I was looking at the products online, and the Holy Spirit showed me hyblicins. I never used it before. I stopped what I was doing, went, came home, and wiped it over my skin with a cotton pad, and I received instant relief. Thank you, Father, for protecting those that concern me. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. We just give you all the praise and all the glory. These are awesome praise reports. Just praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, praise you. And now back to you, Pastor Sabrina. These are awesome praise reports. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. We thank the Lord for them, too. Amen. We thank the Lord for every praise report. And we want you to know, saints, when the Lord blesses you, 
put the praise report in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room. And um, we want you to know that that's part of your overcoming in Christ. We also want you to know that something some of you probably did not know, that when you fail to give the Lord the praise, there are things that happen in the spirit realm concerning you. There are. Just as when you obey the Lord, there are things that happen. When you disobey the word of God, there are things that happen too. So we want to encourage you. Whenever the Lord does something for you, put the praise report in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room and give the Lord the praise. Amen? Amen. You'll be happier if you do. Amen. So we're going to go to our guest call-in, and our guest call-in number is area code 319-527-6235. And I think this may be a Skype caller. I'm not certain, but I don't have a phone number for you. You're on the air in Jesus' name. Peace and blessings. Thank you for the teaching. I would like some prayer for uh, for. for Freedom. I feel there's um, there's a clamping in my neck and my back and my spine. Um, maybe some witchcraft against my mother and I to cause division and uh, and arguing and fighting and uh, just to receive blessings and financial um, opportunities. In Jesus name. All right. How long have you been listening to us? Oh, I started listening over on and off for about a, over a year now. All right. I thought it was a while. I just didn't know how long. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we lift our brother up to you. Every attack must go back in the name of Jesus. Every attack. Every attack, it must go back where it came from. Deep breath and call from your gut. Every attack must go back right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on out of it. Yeah, working with that attack, send it right back now in Jesus' holy name. Every attack. Every attack must go back. We break your grip and hold. We break your grip and hold in his life in the name of Jesus Christ. Take a deep breath and cough hard. Come on out. In the name of Jesus. Yes, come on out, all of it. Every bit of it, come on out now. In the name of Jesus Christ. <laughs> fire of God, fire of God, the fire of God. Yeah, there it is. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Now take a deep breath and allow the Holy Spirit to come in with the holy fire and release your prayer language in Jesus' name. Father, we lift up uh, the need for financial opportunities for this brother in Jesus' name. And we ask you, Lord, to bless him. 
because you are his good shepherd and you provide all that he needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. When you open your mouth and talk, release the belief, the faith that you have. When you open your mouth, confess that the Lord's your shepherd. Confess that the Lord's your provider. Confess that he's making opportunities for you. Confess that he's opening doors for you that would not have been opened. Confess that his favor lives upon you and rests upon you. Those kinds of things. Don't mention the discouraging part, all right? All right. All right. Now take a deep breath and release your prayer language. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for your presence. All right, God bless you. We'll talk with you later. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you, Lord. Area code 4076, you're on the air live in Jesus' name. Hello? Yes. Hello? Yes. Good night. Good night. Good night. You don't want prayer? Yes, I do. Okay, then you'll have to talk to me. Yes, I need some prayer from... Uh, last week, when I tried getting some prayer, the phone went off, and I was very disappointed, but I know I've been under fight, so I just pray and ask God, tonight when I call, you'll be available. So praise the Lord, amen. All right, Thank any you. particular things happening? Yeah, I've been just seeing things like, Three cats watching me are short people. Short, like dwarf-looking okay. people. Okay, but what did you do about that? Well, one I prayed and I asked God to show me what to do. And as you said, curse them. And mm, are you buying them? You know, we teach yes. everyone to bind. Are you yes. binding them or just staring at them? No, I'm binding them. Oh. Yeah, I'm binding them. And as I said, the cat start drying up, like it start look like it's losing its ears, everything. Mm-hmm. Start like drying up. It was thick and healthy. Now it looks skinny and disorientated. Okay. 
Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we blind the watchers, the peeps, the mutterers, the listeners, the familiars that have been sent to watch him in Jesus' name. We send them back where they came from in the name of Jesus Christ, bound and chained in the cages in the name of Jesus Christ. We send them right back where they came from. All the familiars that have been sent to keep an eye on him and keep a watch on him and keep him in a form of bondage. We break the bondage in Jesus' name. Deep breath and cough. We break the bondage in the name of Jesus Christ. We burn confusion. We burn every spirit of confusion, every disabling spirit, every hindering spirit, every blocking spirit. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We break the power of every sacrifice, every ritual that's been done against his life, and we return it where it came from. All witchcraft works against him. All voodoo, all voodoo. All ancient arts, everything done under the sea, everything done against him, we return it, we send it back, we return it to sender according to the covenant in the name of Jesus Christ, come up and out of him now, come up and out of him now in the name of Jesus. Every attack must go back. Every attack, every attack. Every attack must go back in Jesus' name. Every attack must go back in the name of Jesus Christ. Even in the dreams, you are bound in the name of Jesus Christ. We cut your cords in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We cut your garlands. We cut every binding. We break the cage and we set the captive free in Jesus' name. We curse those attacks at the root in the name of Jesus. Come on out. All of it, every bit of it. Come on out. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. All of it. All of it. Out. In the name of Jesus. Now take a deep breath and allow the Holy Spirit to come in with the Holy Fire. And Father, we ask that you take these deliverances to completion. In Jesus' name, and release your prayer language. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you. We'll talk to you later. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Arragise tera brusha le diastite e ke bobo roko toro brisha tera briki tera bari. E arradaya dara baro Jose. Area code two zero one. You're on the air live in Jesus' name. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Hi. This is Stacy. Um, I have a serious alcohol problem and I need prayer. <laughs> Okay, what have you been doing about it? 
um, trying to stop, and then sometimes I'm able to not drink, and then other times I just go and get a bottle. Um, okay. I did go to the doctor, and I got some medicine so that if I start to get shakes, the shakes, uh, I can take it to prevent me from having a seizure if I've stopped for like you know like two or three days. Um, I have to work Friday, so I can't take it Thursday night. But then, because it gets out of my system in 12 hours, um, but I, I've always been addicted to one thing or another. I would just switch addictions basically since a teenager. All right, repeat after me. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. You to forgive me of all my sins. And all the sins of my ancestors. And all the sins of my ancestors. I repent of every wicked or evil thing that I have ever been a part of. I repent of every evil or wicked thing that I've ever been a part of. Knowingly or unknowingly. Knowingly or unknowingly. I ask you to come into my heart and be my personal Savior and Lord. I ask you to come into my heart and be my personal Savior and Lord. To forgive all of my sins and heal all of my diseases. To forgive all of my sins and to heal all of my diseases. I give you my life, my love, and my loyalty. I give you my life, my love, and my loyalty. Do you want the Lord to deliver you? Yes. All right. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, uh, say to the Lord, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, I receive your sacrifice on Calvary for my sins. I receive your sacrifice on Calvary for my sins. And I declare, and I declare that what you have already done for me, that what you have already done for me is enough, is enough. To set me free. To set me free. From all of my sins. From all of my sins. To set me free from all of my sins. Father, in the name of to Jesus, me- we come into agreement with our sister. With the sword of the spirit, we cut her free from every soul tie, ley line, silver cord, garland, chain, fetter, net, yoke, oak yoke and snare of the devil in the name of Jesus Christ. We cut her free from her past in the name of Jesus. Break your grip and hold in the name of Jesus Christ. We command the very roots of this alcoholism, the very root of this spirit of sorcery to be bound in Jesus' name. And we uproot it now in the name of Jesus Christ. We command it to be bound to be chained and to come out of her now in Jesus' name. Take a deep breath and cough it out from the gut. <coughs> deep breath and cough. Deep breath and cough. 
Vodka tequila. <coughs> we find vodka and tequila in Jesus' name. Come on out of her. Come out of her. Come out of her clothes in the name of Jesus Christ. Sometimes scotch too. Come out of her river in the name of Jesus Christ. We find all the ordinate affection for alcohol in the name of Jesus. We find the idol and the comfort of alcohol in the name of Jesus. Come on out of it. In the the whole bone. Come on out. In Jesus' name. You must obey the name of Jesus. You must obey the name of Jesus. We want to obey the Lord.
Jesus. 
We're going to keep praying for her because she's got a lot to go through. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Where am I? Oh, here it is. This is what I'm looking for. Father, um, I may not read every line in this uh, since we're moving on to our adjudication, but I'm going to read enough so we can pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you for taking all the deliverances from tonight to completion in the name of Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit, thank you for uh, hovering over them and attending to them in the name of Jesus. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning a Texas elementary school has distanced itself from a parent who dressed up as the Easter Bunny and passed out condoms to students last week. The principal of the Gullet Elementary School in Austin, Texas, sent a letter to parents informing them that a parent dressed as an Easter Bunny and passed out condoms to children during dismissal time. Um, This afternoon during dismissal, a Gullet parent visited campus dressed as an Easter Bunny and handed out plastic eggs. Some of those eggs contained candy, and some students were also given unopened condoms. Please know that this was not a planned event nor sanctioned by the school, and we have spoken with the parent about the inappropriate nature of their activity, Thompson added. We value parent participation and always request that you work with the uh, campus staff to best support our students. Uh, Let's see, Gullet uh, serves more than 500 students in pre-kindergarten through the fifth grade. The school district spokesman uh, talked to the news outlet, and we're working to review our safety protocols to ensure that this does not happen again. Uh, The spokesperson characterized the occurrence as an incredibly careless and inappropriate action of a parent. Although the parent was told to leave the school campus, the individual continued to give out the Easter eggs on a nearby public sidewalk. While Austin Independent School District maintains that the distribution of condoms was an accident, I don't think so. Other school districts in large U.S. cities have strived to make condoms available to young children as a part of sex education. In Chicago Public Schools of Education, a policy uh, requiring schools to make condoms accessible to students as young as fifth grade. Under the policy, all but a dozen of the district's 600 schools would have condoms on campus, including several that educate small children. Conservative groups criticized the policy in the largest, Illinois' largest city. Um, the Sex Risk Advocacy Group, Avoidance Advocacy Group, ascend, <clears throat> stressed that children are not cognitively, emotionally, or physically ready to handle these kinds of acts. The Family Research Council agreed that children can never meaningfully consent to sex acts. In addition to Austin ISD, a a much smaller school district made headlines for what it asserted was the accidental exposure of young children to condoms. So we have several, um, my goodness, who in... 2019, Sullivan County Schools in Tennessee, 
excuse me, sent a flyer advertising a three-day clinic providing free birth control, including implants, IUDs, pills, condoms, and more, home with second-grade students. The school district assured concerned parents that it did not realize that the flyer, which advertised free dental, medical, and vision services on the other side of the sheet, contained a page promoting free birth control. The distribution of Easter eggs contained unopened condoms to elementary school students. That comes when some public schools in the U.S. face intense pushback for embracing sexual education curricula that some parents feel are inappropriate for young children. Amen. So we're moving on. You can finish reading about the Gay Pride Week. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning a court in the U.K., that has cleared a 72-year-old Christian street pastor of all charges a year after his arrest for purportedly causing alarm and distress in London by preaching about the biblical definition of marriage, which police said was hate speech. The magistrate's court acquitted Pastor John Sherwood of the Pen Free Methodist Church in North London, whose defense was centered on Article 10 of the 1998 Human Rights Act. The trial was quite remarkable and that there was so much scripture quoted in it. Pastor Sherwood was determined to impress upon the prosecution that everything that he ever preaches upon is grounded in the final authority of God's word, the Bible. Uh, One of his colleagues, Pastor Peter Simpson, who was with Sherwood at the time of his preaching, told Uh, Conservative Women UK, Article 10 of the 1998 Human Rights Act states, everyone has the right to freedom of expression. This right shall include freedom to hold, hold opinions and to receive and impart information and ideas without interference by public authority. At the trial, the public gallery was full of Christians showing their support for a man of God who is willing to stand up for the truth of Scripture quoted as saying, after the trial, Pastor Sherwood recited the words of the hymn, to God be the glory, great things he has done. Last April, Sherwood had been speaking on Genesis chapter 1, 27 through 28, in the northwest London town of Uxbridge, arguing that marriage is between one man and one woman, when he was approached by police officers and told that three complaints had been received about his preaching. The police caused him, accused him of ca- causing alarm and distress to members of the public and arrested him. On April 23rd, 21, Sherwood was held overnight at a police station. In September, he was charged under Section 5 of the Public Order Act, which allows threatening or abusive words or behavior likely to cause harassment, alarm, or distress. Sherwood's arrest was captured on video and condemned as brutal by the campaign group Christian Concern. Uh, A police uh, officer spoke with Simpson at the time and ordered him not to offend people who identify as gay by quoting from the Bible, even though there is no law protecting people from being offended. I responded that the police would have no objection whatsoever to a pride parade being held, 
yet that would be highly offensive to Bible-believing Christians, he wrote at the time. The officer did not appear to appreciate the logic behind this argument. Police officers urged Sherwood to come down from a stepladder he was preaching from. As he respectfully informed, informed police, he has freedom of speech, and people have the freedom to ignore him and continue walking if they disagree with his statements. Sherwood resumed preaching and spoke of the precious right of freedom of speech, which is traced back to the Magna Carta in 1215 and the Bill of Rights in 1689. Onlookers again accused him of making homophobic statements and hate speech. The officers proceeded to pull the pastor down from the ladder as he resisted arrest and seemingly lunged at an officer as multiple officers handcuffed and arrested him. A lady in the crowd was heard saying, it's a Christian country, let him speak, while Simpson noted that others in the crowd accused him of hate speech. We're requesting adjudication from the righteous judge concerning. The numerous pro-life protections being acted across the country and the U.S. Supreme Court's upcoming decision in Dobbs versus Jackson's Women's Health Organization are making the abortion industry increasingly desperate to maintain its place in American society. Recently, this mounting desperation has been seeping into the policies of some major corporations. Yelp is the latest in a string of private companies such as Citigroup that have announced that they will cover travel expenses for employees who desire to obtain an abortion that would not be legal in the state where they live. This type of company policy is in direct response to state-level pro-life protections, such as the Texas Heartbeat Law, which has successfully saved thousands of babies' lives by protecting life in the womb after the detection of a fetal heartbeat. By implementing such policies, these corporations have actively decided against remaining neutral on the topic of abortion. The recent uptick in companies publicly declaring a position on abortion shouldn't come as a surprise considering how corporate America has similarly caved to shareholder pressures or environmental, social, and government criteria. The activists behind progressive ESG investment organizations like As You Sow have consistently applied pressure to corporations, including Yelp. In 2021, As You Sow published a report condemning Yelp for allowing Planned Parenthood sites to be dogged by ongoing posting of unsubstantiated and illegitimate reviews. The report concludes it is recommended that Yelp seek to engage harmed businesses such as Planned Parenthood in meaningful discussions about their experiences and desired alternative approaches. Now, four months later, Yelp has chosen to enact a policy that would ensure that its employees continue contributing to the profits of the abortion industry by whatever means necessary, enabling female employees to obtain an out-of-state abortion instead of encouraging them to pursue motherhood as profitable, both for the abortion industry and the corporation that adopts such a policy. It minimizes the cost of providing maternity leave and keeps female employees actively engaged in the workplace for the obvious utilitarian purpose of maintaining productivity. Okay. 
uh, Katie Porter summarized the motivation for corporations to encourage abortions during a 2020 House Financial Services Committee hearing. In the span of four decades since the 70s, 38 million women joined the workforce. Without those women, our economy would be 25% smaller. Her point is clear. Ever since Roe versus Wade legalized abortion on demand throughout all nine months of pregnancy, companies have increasingly been able to profit from women employees, and they are not interested in going back. Instead of liberating working women, Roe created a, lo- a loophole for employers so that they wouldn't have to adapt to suit the needs of working mothers. Instead of creating an environment that embraced women in their totality, corporations could simply expect women to reject motherhood. Employing a working mother often requires additional consideration beyond allowing for a few weeks of maternity leave once a child is born. Because of Roe, workplaces like Yelp have been able to take the easy way out for decades. Now the Dobbs decision is on the horizon, and they are doing everything in their power to make sure that the abortion loophole remains available. Miriam Warren, Chief Diversity Officer at Yelp, stated, we've long been a strong advocate for equality in the workplace, and we believe that gender equality cannot be achieved if women's health care rights are restricted. Corporate America has come alongside the abortion industry in normalizing the sexist myth that motherhood and career success are mutually exclusive. Exclusive. No one makes the claim that men cannot progress in their careers when they become fathers. Female workers do not need to suffer the mental and physical trauma of abortion in order to be equal with their male counterparts. Yelp has caved to pressure from the abortion lobby and hidden its true agenda behind a facade of female empowerment. Other cowardly corporations will likely follow suit. As companies increasingly reveal their true colors and lack of spine, Christians must carefully consider which ones receive their business. All right. President Joe, we're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning U.S. President Joe Biden has released over 756, 109, no, sorry, 756,000, there we go, 109 illegal migrants since taking office in January 2021. According to a court brief filed Thursday by the American First Legal Foundation, that totals includes 545,000 border crossers caught and released by Customs and Border Protection, plus 212,000 migrants detained and then released by Immigration and Customs Enforcement. That's already more than the total number of residents of Boston, the capital of Massachusetts, Detroit, the largest city in Michigan, or the entire U.S. capital, Washington, D.C. However, that number does not even include the nearly 123,000 unaccompanied minors who have been resettled across the country or hundreds of thousands estimated to have crossed the Mexican border without being caught that year. As the American First Legal Foundation brief explains, under the current rate of removal, the Department of Homeland Security would take 14.5 years just to deport the illegals it has released 
into the U.S. over the preceding 13 months. The DHS, in the meantime, appears to be shifting its priorities as the Biden administration prepares to end Title 42, a rule imposed by the Trump administration that prevented unrestricted immigration due to the public health risks presented by the COVID-19 pandemic. Rather than step up deportation proceedings, the DHS reportedly plans to create broad-scale sense release mechanisms that would further streamline the arrival of immigrants into the country, encouraging them to apply for asylum and acknowledging that pathways to removal will be limited. Okay. I'll let you finish reading that. Uh, requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning, in a video that circulated online Friday, Alabama Representative Mo Brooks told supporters that an entrenched system of corruption prevents Congress from passing legislation that would benefit the average American. Brooks said that both parties charged their members $1 million and beyond for chairmanships of committees and that only those taking donations from lobbyists can afford these seats. Special interest groups run Washington, and I don't mean that metaphorically. I mean literally, Brooks told supporters at an event in March, video footage of which was shared on Friday by conservative pundit Lauren Windsor. According to Brooks, lawmakers who want to be chairman of a major committee have to purchase it. Either the National Republican Congressional Committee or Democrat Congressional Campaign Committee will charge members of Congress a fee to chair a committee for two years. <coughs> the fee varies depending on how important the committee is, but bidding for a top-tier chairmanship starts at $1 million, Brooks claimed. One unnamed candidate running to lead the NRCC literally showed representatives a brochure of his prices, Brooks claimed, explaining that the prospective NRCC chief had broken his pricing down into three tiers and boasted that he would charge less than other candidates. Those who can't afford to cough up a million dollars take donations from special interest groups and are then beholden to these lobbyists once in office, Brooks continued. Now you understand how the public policy debate is so corrupted, he said. Party officials deny that payments are linked to committee assignments and refer to this system as paying dues. Huh. However, it has come under criticism before. They told us right off the bat, as soon as we get here, these committees all have prices, and don't pick an expensive one if you can't make the payments. Kentucky Representative Thomas Massey said in a, in a 2016, in 2016, referring to the payments as extortion and refusing to pay up. Massey also described in 2016 how earlier in his political career, a lobbyist from the medical device se- sector offered to pay for his seat on the Ways, House Ways and Means Committee, a powerful slot that would see the Kentucky Republican-shaped tax policy. The unspoken implication, Massey wrote, was that he would then owe the lobbyist his favor. It was one of the scummiest meetings I've ever been in, he said. I left just reeling, thinking about the implications for how this place works. 
when you realize that the lobbyists pick who goes on which committee. Neither Brooks nor Massey represent the mainstream of the Republican Party. Brooks, who is currently running for the U.S. Senate, is viewed as a Make America Great Again candidate by established Republicans, yet has also been sidelined by Donald Trump himself, who withdrew his endorsement of the Alabama lawmaker last month due to Brooks's insistence that the GOP move past Trump's claims of fraud in the 2020 election. Massey has quarreled with Trump before, but has drawn particular ire from the hawkish establishment Republicans in recent weeks over his refusal to back a resolution promising open-ended military aid to Ukraine and sanctions on Russia, which he argued would help, would hurt innocent people in Russia. Amen. So we want to thank the Lord for his adjudications, his intervention, and his help. Amen. We want to thank the Lord for all that he does to help his people. Amen. Praise Amen. the Lord. Brother Monson. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord, that your mercies are new every day. Thank you for guiding us all with your eye, and your eyes are red with wine. Thank you for drawing us with your loving kindness, Father, to the lover of our souls who loves us perfectly. And we thank you for that perfect love that casts out all fear, that we can come boldly before your throne of grace in time of need with our big brother Jesus. And we do, in agreement, according to Matthew 18, 19, so that if two of you on earth agree with such anything, ask it shall be done, my Father, which is in heaven. Father, make all of our prayers, the spiritual warfare declarations, effectual and fervent, Father, for Christ's sake, for the Lord's sake. And we thank you, Father God. As we don't look to all the nonsense in this world all the time, but we look to you, Lord. But I, I like this, the psalm that Brother Bill posted for this uh, worship service, uh, Psalm 26, 2. For thy loving kindness is before mine eyes, and I have walked in thy truth, not my idea of truth, your idea of truth. Father, you said in your word in Joel 2, 32, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. We ask you to deliver all those in harm's way, especially the children. And not just in this nation, every nation, Father God. From all the plans and wiles and schemes of the enemy, Father, in Jesus' name. Because we know we have an adversary, Father God. And we know he's very, very, very busy, Father God, in Jesus' name. And you told us in your word in Mark 3.27, No man can enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods except he will first bind the strong man, and then he will spoil his house. You told us when we're in agreement in Matthew 18, 18, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. And we're in agreement because of the blood of the covenant. We plead and sprinkle and apply that blood of Jesus not only over our hearts, our minds, every access to each and every one of us, every door, every window, around the perimeter of every property. We thank you for being a wall of fire around about and the glory in the midst, continually, instantly, immediately. We thank you that no weapon formed against us will prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. But this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And I continue to speak blindness to the enemy, muteness to the enemy, and they may only hear what Jesus wants them to hear pertain to each and every one of us. As it is written in Joel 2.32, as join ears with Christ, as it is written in Romans chapter 8, kind of verses 15 to 17, every witchcraft curse of every sort, every type, every spirit trying to control the believers of the Lord Jesus Christ from Nazareth and those coming into the blood of Christ contrary to the will of the living God, all witchcraft curses returned back on the heads of the spirits that sent them at least sevenfold, continual repetitions in Jesus' name, rendering to our neighbors sevenfold 
Cut it into their bosoms. Their reproach, wherever they have reproached thee, O Lord. Because you said, Lord, whatever you do the least of these, you've done it unto me. So, Father, we ask for your divine intervention, adjudication, each and every one of these situations, Father, in Jesus' name, because of the blood of covenant. We thank you, Father God, they're more with us than with them. Thank you for sending your beating angels, warring angels, guardian angels, all necessary and beneficial angels. Thank you, Father, especially for the angel of the Lord. Like it says in Psalm 34, the angel of the Lord that encampeth round about them that fears you, Lord, and delivers us. We thank you for continually delivering us, Father, in Jesus' name. And we know we have an adversary. He's a worthy adversary. But you know, and we know, and he knows, too. His time is really, really short. It says in the book of Isaiah, chapter 14, starting at verse 12, Satan, we speak to you, you, the mind blinder, you, the eye blocker, you, that spirit of pride, you, that spirit of Leviathan, you and every spirit and all your connected spirits are bound in Jesus' name. And it is written in Isaiah 14:12, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend into the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell, to the sides of the pit. They that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee, shall, and shall consider thee, saying, Is this the man that made the earth to tremble? That did shake kingdom? Satan, you and all your underlings are perpetually, continually bound. Every ungodly spirit of perversion is bound. Every spirit of sexual perversion. Every unclean spirit all the spirits of sodomy, every spirit of perversion, every spirit behind that alphabet soup of LGBTQ, etc., all those ungodly spirits from coming, stemming from all the root causes, even as manifested in the Sodom and Gomorrah, all those ungodly spirits are perpetually bound. Now, in Jesus' name, right? now is the day of salvation, in Jesus' name. Thank you for the armor of righteousness on the right hand and on the left, Lord. Thank you for being a wall of fire around about and the glory and this for all of your children continually and instantly. Thank you for the breastplate of righteousness. Thank you for the helmet of salvation. Thank you for the belt of truth. Thank you for the gospel shoes of peace. Thank you, Lord, caught about that. But the shield of faith that quenches all the fiery darts of the wicked, and we always keep on the armor of God. We don't take it off. We thank you for the sword of the Spirit, caught about which is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Satan, you and all your underlings are perpetually continually bound to commit against all the children, not just those in Texas, not just those in Tennessee, all the children, the young children, even the older children, all those children that are trying to be led astray by people trying to justify their sexual perversion per proclivities in Jesus' name. And all the spirits of perversion are bound in Jesus' name, associated not only with the handing out of condoms, but all the other sexual perversions associated with the the gay pride and, and all this nonsense, trying to legitimize Satan's kind of move. All your attempts to legitimize your move, Satan, are canceled, severed, and nullified in Jesus' name because of the blood of the covenant in Jesus' name. Father, we ask you to teach the little ones, the children, there are not many that have an opportunity to go to a church like Sabrina did when she was growing up. And I never came to the Lord, not really, not till I was over 30. I did go to church a few times, but I never even really heard the gospel. So we bind every one of those spirits, those eye-blocking spirits, those mind-blocking spirits, keeping the children 
mesmerized, keeping the children bewitched and, and distracted with computer games and perverse things from Disney and other perverse things, Father God. We bind every one of those perverse spirits in Jesus' name, every spirit keeping the children from knowing the truth, that the truth might make them free, Father, in Jesus' name. We bind every spirit cut about that and hungry and thirsting after this nonsense of this world, Father God, and we ask you to deliver all the children. You said, call upon the name of the Lord and you'll be delivered. We ask you to deliver all the children. Because we know you don't even want one of these little ones to perish, like it says in Matthew 18, 14. So, Father, we ask you to deliver all the children, Father God. And you said in your word, in your word in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1, children, obey your parents in the Lord. For this is right. We don't need to obey parents that are dressed up as Easter bunnies handing out condoms. We need to obey parents that say, obey your mommy and daddy for your good. Don't go play in the street. Don't put your hand on a hot stove and the practical things that mommy and daddies are supposed to tell their children in Jesus' name. We ask you to teach the parents, Father God, in Jesus' name. Teach them how to raise their children, Father. Some of them have not had parents that know, knew how to raise their children. I sometimes joke that our older daughter helped teach us, Lord, and we're rather mature at this point, Father God. But I thank you, Father God, that you're teaching us. Help, help the younger people, Father God. Help all those that are raising up children today, Father God, to know how to lead their children how to give them guidance so they can have a little bit of discernment. Father, we know the Holy Ghost is the one who gives discernment. It's one of the gifts of the Spirit. We ask you to give the children and the parents gifts of discernment. They'll say, wait a minute. Why do I need to watch this Disney program? <clears throat> it exalts witchcraft. <clears throat> Father God, <clears throat> help people. How about that? Be able to look where you want them to look. Make those things pleasing to you to be pleasing to them. Those things that are displeasing to you to be displeasing to them, to the young children, Cut about that of the older children, cut about that about getting, including those in universities, and all the children, Father, including the, the children that are having children, Father God, the, the young people that are having children. We do thank you, Father God, that come you know how to deliver those from harm's way. We thank you for hearing our prayers, Father. We give you praise and honor and glory. When we prayed for Pastor Arthur Pulowski in, in Canada, Father God, he was in prison again for like whatever it was, the fifth or seventh time, I don't remember, solitary confinement. Father God, you got him out of there. He may be still under partial house arrest, but you got him out of there. We thank you for hearing our prayers according to your word, Father God. In Jesus' name, as we did pray in agreement, that even as the church prayed for, who was it? It was, um, it was Peter when he was in prison. And think about Peter being in prison. That's amazing, Lord, that he was supposed to be executed the next day. He was between two guards chained to them, and he was sleeping peacefully because he was trusting in you. He wasn't looking at his circumstances over in Acts chapter 12. But you sent the angel of the Lord, and you delivered him. We think of the angel of the Lord that comes to deliver us, Father God. We think of that you sent that angel, the same angel of the Lord, to put a division between light and dark, between the Egyptians chasing the Jewish people, Karabatata, and the Jewish people, Father God, when they're right up against the Red Sea, and they didn't know what was going to happen. And you said, the Lord will fight for you. Hold your peace and go forward. We thank you for bringing Johnny, who helped, uh, I don't know if he's a pastor or not, uh, but he lives over in Bethlehem area near Jerusalem, Father God. And he was put in prison just before the, the holidays. For months he was in prison, Father God. But we prayed, and you got him out of prison. <clears throat> we thank you for getting this, this 72-year-old Christian street preacher out of prison in England. We thank you, for God, Father God, for causing many to stand with him, Father God, for the truth, being able to just speak the truth. Father God, we know that, Father God, many people have been offended cut about that in the past, Father God. And even as you help me to remember what this scripture was, because of September 11th. So if you take 911 and you turn it upside down and backwards, like the cultic people like to turn things around backwards, but it says in Matthew 11:6, and blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. 
Father God, we ask you to remove that spirit of fence from people who are just trying to share the way to heaven, Father God, that people need to actually repent of their sins. Some people have never heard the fact that sin is a disembodied spirit that wants to operate through human flesh, <clears throat> like spirits of greed and lust, kind of, and perversion, not just sexual lust, lust of money, all kinds of lust, lust of pride, rebellion. Father God, we ask you to send the Holy Spirit to cause many people to be convicted and cause many people to not be offended with people sharing the good news. We know, Father God, that this is just a manifestation of some of the scriptures that Dr. Sabrina just shared, Father God. He said if they persecuted Jesus, yes, they might just persecute the body of Christ because if if we're following Jesus, (laughs) that's one of those promises I'm not really wild about, Father God, but it says we would be persecuted too. But, Father God, we ask that you deliver all of us in Jesus' name. Every single believer in the Lord Jesus Christ from Nazareth, not just this pastor, what was his name? We thank you for delivering them, Father God, out of that prison, Father God. Uh, pastor John Sherwood, we thank you for that, Father God. And we thank you, Father God, for the conservative people, the conservative women in the United Kingdom. We thank you for causing not just the women, cause men to wake up too, Father God, and stand for the truth in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God. For causing the police officers and those who are supposed to be supporting the real law to actually support the real law, kind of we bind every spirit of scoff law, every spirit of well, I think every spirit of not God what God thinks, every spirit of subjective kind of the perversion in Jesus, and we bind every one of your underlings, Satan, every single one of your underlings, including every spirit of greed, corruption, and perversion in Jesus' name, trying to cause people at places like Citigroup can yelp. Say, oh, this will save us some money. We don't have to give the women time off. And, and, and of course, we know we're gods, and, and we know that, that we don't have to stand before just God someday. Father God, send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction to those people at Yelp and Citigroup and other corporations that are doing and thinking of even doing these kind of things. Bring conviction, Father God, in Jesus' name. They're trying to kind of cause women to kind of to defile their bodies, to go through emo- not just emotional and physical trauma of an abortion, Father God, but all the agony for all those years afterwards, woulda, coulda, shoulda, all those things about all those women crying and not being able to sleep well at night. Some people don't know about deliverance. Most churches don't even preach deliverance. That it's just spirits, Father God, that entered into the spirits of trauma and all those other nasty things, Father God, in Jesus' name. Every The spirit of murder in Jesus' name. We bind that spirit of murder that global spirit of sacrifice of the children, Father God. We bind every spirit of murder and sacrifice of the human flesh in Jesus' name. Even as the people are trying to force the vax on children, Father God, that have absolutely no benefit from the so-called vax, which isn't a vax at all, medical intervention to change their DNA, Father God. We bind every spirit, as Dr. Zelenko said, oh, it's just a child's sacrifice. We bind every spirit of child sacrifice from the vax jab, from abortion, and trying to pervert children in their minds and their hearts and in their physical bodies with all the perverted food and the chemtrails and all the other nonsense and the regular vaccines, too, with all the aluminum and all the garbage they put in them and every spirit of putting stuff from aborted fetal tissue strains into the vaxes, even the regular vaxes. We bind every one of those spirits of demonic influence in Jesus' name. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. We bind every spirit of greed and corruption operating not just through Planned Parenthood, but all those in all the 
those in in the legislative branches and all the branches of government, the state governments, especially the federal government, the United States of America, and other, the other countries as well. Every spirit trying to operate through all these things, and every spirit what calls people to take bribes and corruption. We bind every one of those spirits. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven in Jesus' name. We bind every spirit of trying to flood this country with immigrants. Trying to do the same things they did over in Europe. Trying to dilute the people they don't want. What is an American? What was American history? What happened to the statues? Who what is an American? Was George Washington good or bad? <laughs> Nobody's good but Jesus. I mean, well, God. Even Jesus said no one's good but God. He didn't say he wasn't God. But he did say over in, where is that? In several places, actually, but I think it's Mark 10. Why callest thou me good? There's none good but one. That is God. But we thank you, Lord, you render unto man your righteousness. You give man the gift of righteousness. When we, You had power to lay down your life, Lord Jesus, and you did. You poured out your blood, your soul for each of us, Lord, that we might take it up again. You might take it up again because you said, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? You take it personally when somebody like kind of a, said, uh, the pastor Sherwood in, in, in uh, England was being persecuted, put in prison. We thank you that he's out of prison. We thank you for the many answered prayers, Father God, even individual answered prayers. But even when I had the opportunity on the day before Resurrection Sunday to go over to my daughter's kind of house and to see her in-laws, which took the job, and, and he was willing to shake my hand, and I didn't say anything wrong with that. So, Father God, I did that. But afterwards, I was like, I had a little thing that popped out on the side of my wrist, and another one was starting to come out. And I said, Lord, if there's anything, so you show me what to do. And I bound that, those things up, whatever they're coming from, in Jesus' name, all those contacts, whether I didn't know if I'd burn myself on it, still looked like a, blood, like a blister. And I took anointing oil, I anointed my hand, I think that thing just disappeared. So I thank you, Lord, for all the many, many answered prayers. Thank you for teaching me, teaching all of us, Lord. I don't know what to do, but you're teaching all of your children. We thank you for not leaving us as orphans. Thank you for the spirit of adoption, Father God. We thank you for your mercies that are new every day. We ask for your mercy concerning all these refugees, so-called refugees, and the people that are flooding into this country. And some of them, Father God, probably are looking for a better life, Father God, because they've heard good things about America, which is lovely, and that's nice. But they should come legally, Father God, the way the law was supposed to be honored and observed, Father God, even as then. I heard a thing from somebody who came from Cuba some years ago, Father God. He risked his life to come on a boat to get to this country. It took him years to get citizenship. He was in the U.S. Army, and he's proud to be an American citizen now. But he came from Cuba, and he says, people that think socialism, which is the direction this country is headed in a huge hurry, whether you want to call it socialism, communism, fascism, whatever, what's one of those isms? He said, it's not nice. He said, they don't like to give people meat in Cuba. You can be arrested for eating some beef or something like that. It was not permitted. It sounds like what Pastor, what's his name, uh, Bishop Kanko went through before he became a Christian, the real Bishop Kanko. He was kept in bondage by the demons. He could not eat anything with protein. He was not given enough sleep because they were trying to torment him, to keep him weak, to keep him submissive to the demons. Father God, we bind every one of these spirits trying to keep people weak and submissive to the demons, Father God. And we bind every one of those spirits coming against the body of Christ, especially in Jesus' name. We ask you to raise up many, Father God, in Jesus' name. And help us to know how to reach out. And we do love every human being, Father, because Jesus commanded us to love everyone. But we don't love the demons that are in some of them. And some of the people coming across the southern border may not actually be refugees looking for a better life. Some of them may have different agendas. Some of them are coming from many different nations, not just South America. Some are coming from Ukraine. Some are coming from other nations, Afghanistan. Some of them are 
train, some of them might be coming from China, some of them are coming from many different nations, Father God. Father God, some of them have different agendas, Father God. And some of those agendas fit in with Satan's agenda, stealing, killing, and or destroying. So we bind up you, Satan, all your agendas of stealing, killing, and destroying. You come against all those, not just in the southern states of the United States, not just in, in Texas and other states right along the border, Arizona in Jesus' name, and all those where those migrants have been shipped in Jesus' name, including to uh, Washington, D.C., and all the surrounding areas. We bind up every one of those spirits seeking to kill, steal, and destroy, especially those coming against the Karabatha, the hundred more than 123,000 unaccompanied minors that they know about. There's many, many more. And many say, well, we don't know what happened to all those children. Why were they brought into this nation? Were they brought here so they get a good education and be adopted and be loved by Christian families? Or were they brought here for some other nefarious purpose? You bind every spirit of pedophilia, perversion, every ungodly spirit of lust of lust, lust of die, pride of life, and every ungodly spirit of child sacrifice. We bind every ungodly spirit of perversion in Jesus' name because of the blood of the covenant, in Jesus' name, by the power of the Holy Spirit. And every spirit, working through, all these groups that are trying to flood this nation, and trying to overturn the Title 42 that Trump put in place, which would minimize the number of people flooding into this nation. Because the part that Sabrina did not read is that... DHS reportedly expects more than half a million new arrivals uh, a month, not just a year, a month if Title 42 is scrapped. A month. Whoa, 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 whoa. Kind of so we thank you, Father God, that we haven't had that many thus far, only maybe a million in the last 13 months, not just, you know, whatever it would be, 13 million. So we thank you, Father God, for your grace and your mercy. Extraordinary grace and mercy, Father, in so many areas. I certainly don't deserve it. But Jesus died to show us how much you love us. Here in his love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins, whom God set forth, the propitiation, substitute and sacrifice, through faith in his blood. Thank you for the faith in your blood. Father, you have faith in the blood of Jesus, the blood of God. Shouldn't we? Thank you for that blood. We overcome the accuser of the brethren by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. We don't love our natural lives as much as we love Jesus because we know that when we leave our earthly bodies, like Pat Holiday did and other saints have gone before, we're just going to wake up with you, Lord. We don't get to see death. We just go from this realm to the next realm. There is a life to come, and we thank you for that, Lord. If only in this life we have confidence in God. We're all men most miserable. We don't just have confidence in this life. And we thank you, Lord, that you do heal us, and you do deliver us, and you do provide for us. The Lord is our shepherd. We shall not want... So, Father, we ask you to continue to deliver all those. And we thank you for people having the gumption to stand up and report what's going on like Mel Brooks. I've not heard in much detail, as Sabrina pointed out in this article that she found. I've not heard some of these things that she points out in these prayers, prayer requests, Father God, even as I thought it was common knowledge about what's going on at Disney until I talked to my older daughter of this past Saturday. And she thought, oh, that's just false information. That's not real news. Oh, so many people, so many people sucking from the wrong tree, Father God, going to the wrong tree, Father God. Give many, many... A, especially the descendants of the believers, not just by how descendants, all the, not just Sabrina Sessions' grandmothers' descendants, yes, her brothers, all those connected related to Sabrina, all those connected related to Brother Bill, all those connected related to all your children, Father God, a hunger and a thirst for righteousness, Father God, in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Father God, for Mel Brooks standing up for the truth, Father God. I ask, Father God, to grant him wisdom and discernment to know how to stand for the truth in the way you want. Not that Trump 
is the end-all and be-all. He's not. We know there's a global war going on, Father God, in the spirit realm, but it seems to be manifesting in the physical realm between different global elite groups, the Illuminati and some other groups that aren't quite as harsh as the Illuminati. They don't want to kill all the humans. They just want to control them and have them serve them as nice little serfs. So, Father God, we ask you, Father God, to help the people, the human beings, that have given their hearts, as best I know how, to you, Lord Jesus, to know what you want each of us to do, to walk in the Spirit, to walk in peace, to walk in love, and above all, to walk in the Spirit. And we thank you for that, Father, in Jesus' name. And we thank you for continually delivering us all, Lord, in Jesus' name. Because you said in your word, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. And we thank you for helping us all to continually Cut up, be delivered. We thank you, Father God. We know that when Noah was building the ark, a lot of people were, like Sabrina said, m- making fun of him. Well, why are you building the boat? There's not even a lake around here. Why are you doing that? That's so silly. Why, why are you getting all these? Some people are, are prepping now because they've heard about food shortages. Even the president, so-called, or the puppet president, even announced that so there will be less food available. There will be higher prices. So, Father God, we thank you for causing people to realize oh, if I could buy a bag of rice uh, now, it's going to be cheaper than it will be if it's still available in six months from now. And, um, well, it might be a stretch, but it's not doing any good in the savings account where you're earning, what, next to nothing. So, Father God, and who knows how long those savings accounts are going to be available. So help your children be wise as serpent and harmless as dove. Know each, what, each, what each and every one of us should do, Father. <clears throat> and we've heard different things about different people. Reporting that, we know we need to pray over what we take advantage of, and we thank you for that, including what we listen to, because that will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thing. We don't just live by food, you know, bread and water and things we coming out of the fast, Father God. We know we live by your word, and your word is forever settled in heaven. You said you'll never leave us nor forsake us. So may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man should do unto me. So Satan, you're bound. All your underlings are bound in your demonic assignments from our position seat in how many places in Christ Jesus. According to Ephesians 2.6, Proverbs 18.10, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. We command there be no further flow of power communication from the demons down there in the second heavens, the bush and the deep, to all those who are in the seat of including all those in positions of authority and those that will be in positions of authority in Jesus' name because of the blood of the covenant. You know how to raise people up, Father God, the right people at the right time, Father God, in Jesus' name. We thank you for doing so, Father God. You said in, in Psalm 79, is that where, oh no, it's not something. Where is that one? It's kind of a, something very similar. Psalm 75. Unto thee, O God, do we give thanks. Unto thee, do we give thanks. Because thy name is near, thy wondrous works declare. Psalm 75 and 6. For promotion cometh neither from the east nor from the west, nor from the south. Promotion cometh from the Lord, which may have but God is the judge. He put us down one, he set us up another. We take the up one, two, one, in your time. Waking up the body of Christ, waking up the sleeping God, Father God. Even the Sabrina. Yes. 